0: What's cracking? Big dopes. It's Monday morning. This is how we're going to start off every week going forward until the day that I am in a coffin. It's probably not that far away. We're doing a mock draft, a real draft on underdogfantasy.com. We love underdogfantasy.com. We love the team. We love the product. More importantly, we love drafting on underdogfantasy.com. I tried to do a live stream last week on Monday doing it, but my my uh my internet's was all fucked up, but we've made some upgrades to the to the headquarters as you can see, we laid the groundwork. I know you're thinking, wow Nick, you are you are something else. you put bricks into the wall you're a masonry wait is it masonry or masonry i'm I'm a mercenary Nah, mercenaries are dudes who fucking get hired to kill people Wait what do you, what do people who lay brick do? That's what I fucking did except it's fake brick, obviously as you can see. The shit skipped from Saturday night straight to Monday morning real quick. It still looks good, though. If you don't look at it, just don't look at it. Like, don't look at me either because I look like shit. There's a lot of drinking and eating this weekend. The wall looks like shit, but it kind of looks good, though. We also got a Wi-Fi extender, which now plugs an Ethernet cable into my computer. Thus, I can rattle off live streams with y'all. And I'm excited about it because now we could do live streams on underdogfantasy.com underdogfantasy.com is where we'll be doing all of our drafts this summer. It is the number one place to draft. is the number one place to get ready for your actual season-long drafts because every draft is at least a $3 buy-in, meaning all the ADPs are sharp. The opposite of animal, that's how sharp they are. Okay? So underdogfancy.com has a ridiculous promo going on right now. Literally, if you're a first time depositor, they're giving you $25 on top of whatever you deposit for the first time. So if you throw $10 down and use the promo code BDGE when you do that, you're getting $25 on top of that into your account, which is why I got $35 in my account right now. Let's say what's up to the YouTube people. How we doing? How we living? Mason, just Mason. All right. Just think of me as the Mason jar of fantasy football. That's what I'm talking about, baby. So we are going to switch to a full screen ting. You got me in the corner. We're on underdogfantasy.com, all right? The link to download this app, you can go to underdogfantasy.com, but the app is beautiful, and it's flawless, and they put a lot of time into making it beautiful. So that link is already in the live chat. It's pinned in the live chat. It'll be pinned in the description, the comment section after this video. It'll take you straight to the app store, download it, use promo code BDGE. When you deposit $10, bucks, and you are getting $35 into your account. As you can see, I'm loaded right now with $35. They don't actually let me use my promo code, unfortunately. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go over to NFL. This is a slow draft, right? They have two di- two types of draft on underdogfantasy.com. They have the slow draft, which means eight hours in between picks. And then they have the fast draft when there's not a little timer clock, little ting ting there. No Rolex going on. That's 30 seconds per pick. I'm not sure why they don't have any $3. So there's $3 drafts, there's $5 drafts, there's $10 drafts. Um, and for those of y'all that are like, why the fuck would I pay for a mock draft? You're not actually paying for a mock draft. These are actually competition leagues. You just don't make any in-season moves. At the end of the season, you come back, and if you if you came in first, second, or third place, then uh, then you win some money. So we're gonna rip off a five dollar draft. Uh, no, nope, we're gonna hit info first because we're gonna create a private draft for y'all, which means I only invite the big dogs into draft with me. Let's create that. Share this draft. We're going to throw it into Discord real quick. Where art thou, Discord? Everyone in the Discord gets access to all these links first-handed. They're the first ones that get in. So If you want to join Discord, you can do that through Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash BG. This is going to be a 12-team. I promise Just just bear with me. Uh, we'll have that mock draft up and running within the next, like, 30 seconds to a minute. Come on, Discord. What you doing, girl? Let me uh, pop it up on community. Oh no! I can see the internet already slowing down. Maybe this Ethernet shit ain't all it's cracked up to be. It ain't all it's wired up to be. Oh, we're moving in slow mo. There's too many pieces of software going right now. Let's, see, let's make an announcement. We are. You guys can't see this, actually, huh? We'll do some Q&A probably at the end of this video as well. So stick around. Ed, everyone, we are live in need 10 for the best ball draft on Underdog. All right, let's hit the – let's hit our text platform. This is how it fills up real quick. You can also sign up for getting texts from BDGE. Tell me we're frozen already. Jesus Christ, Internet's out of control how bad this is. Whatever, y'all don't need to see me anyways. Just hear me. Can you hear me at least? I gotta stop doing low latency. I think that's what fucks it up. Send new message. Oh, waiting for five people. Text platform might not even get to hear this. They might not even get to see this. This phone number is linked in the description, or not linked in the description, but the phone number is in the description. So if you text it, you're automatically added to our text platform list, and uh, and you'll get these links as well. This is free to. This is free to get onto our text list. Need three for the underdog, Drizef. That was so poorly. What the fuck is going on? Send. All right, that should shoot out to y'all in a minute, or a couple seconds, actually, and then this draft should be filled. Yep, just shot out. Not right now. Don't notify me. Cool. Let me move myself down over here. Can you guys still hear me? As long as you can hear me, I'm cool with that. Let me make sure you can hear me. Audio is good. We can hear you. Cool. No one actually needs to fucking see me anyways. All right. Drafts filled up. Who we got in here? We got a lot of the regulars. I I got all the homies from Discord always flocking into the drafts. I got the 112. Interesting spot for me. Cool. We got Georgie. Georgie memes. Follow Basement Sports Cards on Instagram, on YouTube, on TikTok, on Pornhub. Uh, We got T-Rock was good. Verzi. The Glizzy God. I don't think I recognize the other names, to be honest. I apologize if I should. So I'm sitting at the 112. Uh, Draft will start in 20 seconds. Again, if y'all are not an underdog, I would highly suggest you do so. They're so addicting. They're really fun. The app is flawless. And the way this is set up is it's basically a best ball draft. So for those of y'all that are new to best ball, the way it works is all right, sorry, this is bugging me out. I gotta uh figure out the camera's situation. Hmm. That wasn't what I was doing. God darn it. Oi oi oi. Okay, whatever. We're off and drafting. So we have C Mac at the one hundred and one. No surprise there. Uh, you know what? Let me let me pull up a secondary YouTube screen so I can take your guys's Q and A as we're going on as well. Okay. So C Mac, Derrick Henry. one one two it's a pretty normal start. Sometimes we see Dalvin go off. Sometimes we see Saquon go off. But uh I'm 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 pretty good taking Derrick Henry there at the one two spot. I feel nice and spicy about it. Dalvin Cook at the one four. I do have two monitors, so I have my monitor. I have my, well, I have one monitor and one laptop. Wow, Cam Akers at the 1-5. T-Rock, I'm pretty, okay, okay, Verzi. Okay, okay. I get it, I get it. You guys just, you guys are, you guys are content over quality teams today. I get it. Cam Akers at the 1-5. Justin Fields at the 1-6. Jonathan Taylor at the 1-7. So like Cam Akers pick, I feel like was half like, oh, I really like Cam Akers. I'm not going to get him if I don't pick him now, but also just to piss Nick off on this Monday morning. I know I'm frozen. I know the video is frozen. Justin Fields at 1-6. Guys, these are $5 leagues, so I'm I'm sorry that this happened. Jonathan Taylor at the 1-7. Alvin Kamara at the 1-8. Travis Kelsey at the 1-9. Uh, I'm still a little bit like skeptical on Alvin Kamara this early I mean I'll take him at the 1-8 of course but I haven't really broken down I'll take him over Jonathan Taylor probably but I haven't really broken down my thoughts on um, Alvin Kamara to the fullest extent and DLIS God just absolutely sniped me on Nick Chubb it's really who I wanted there I'll take a look at the other running backs since my internet's kind of fucked I might have to actually draft on the app while you guys are watching the screen so I got 14 seconds left. We will see what I want to do here. Actually, something I've tried before and something I like to do, but I'm not going to do it because Kelsey's not available. I'm going to go with Aaron Jones for one of these guys to get my RB1. And then since I really like to stack. Typically, if I wasn't drafting with a bunch of fucking assholes in this draft, I would go with Tyree Kill here and then try to get Patrick Mahomes on the other turn. But uh, you guys never let me, like, enjoy myself. You guys ruined my day, like, Fucking all the time, so I'm gonna go with another running back here. And I'm not like I'm not not super high on going with a dude like Joe Mixon or Austin Eckler here, but I'm gonna go with Mixon. I like Mixon more this year than I did going into last year. Put it that way. Um, And I really just want it's more team building strategy for me on these best ball drafts. So we started off with Aaron Jones, we started off with Joe Mixon. It was more so I just wanted two workhorse running backs. And I'm higher again on Mixon this year than I am last year. They got Geo out of the way. Hopefully the line's a little bit better. You know everyone. A year older, a year wiser, a year quicker, you know, just like Animal. Animal went, remember Animal at the Combine last year compared to the Combine this year? Guy's quick now. So I'm hoping all the offensive linemen got a little more agile. Um, Here's the thing. Y'all are going to be like, here goes the mixing trap. I don't like mixing, to be honest. This is what I was telling you guys last year. I was like, mixing's a trap last year. Mixing's not a good pick last year. He doesn't get pass catching work last year. Okay. So I don't want to hear I don't want to hear you guys coming around a year later being like Mixon's a trap. Yeah, I already fucking knew that, but he's probably better off this year outlook wise than he was last year, because Gio is gone. The offense is going to be a lot better, gonna have more goal line opportunities, and I like where they're at. So we had Tyree Kill, Antonio Gibson. Man, so starting tomorrow, starting tomorrow, um, what I'm gonna start doing is I'm gonna do a sophomore series. Pretty much how I went through, uh, for the rookie draft stuff, I went through, I, I did the series, Don't Say the Car was Topless Tuesdays. I'm going to be going down the ADP for sophomore players. So tomorrow's video is going to be the RB1 and the wide receiver one, and we're going to break them down in depth based on their ADP. So it's Jonathan Taylor and it's Justin Jefferson. I'm going to go in depth on those two guys. The next Tuesday is going to be the RB2 and the wide receiver two. So Cam Akers and, um... Cam Akers, and who's wide receiver too? I, I think it's C.D. Lamb out of the sophomores. So we're gonna go each week. We're gonna go each week, and um, and we're gonna break down all the sophomores because there's it's such an intriguing class. They were so 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 fucking good, and you see a bunch of them going off the the board here. So Terry Kill to two three, Austin Eckler two four, Stefan Diggs two five, Devontae Adams two six. Can't get behind the Devontae Adams pick right yet. Um, I tend to if he starts to drop into the late second, early third, I'm I'm fine pulling the trigger there, but. It's not he's not falling that much further than his normal ADP, I feel like. Najee Harris at the two seven, Dobbins at the two eight, Swift at the two nine, nope. Chris Carson at the two ten, Clyde at the two eleven. I'm gonna have so much AJ Brown at like the two twelve spot. I'm trying to figure out what are my favorite what are my favorite uh spots to draft from. And depending, you know, because I draft with you guys and you guys like just listen to what I say for the most part strategy wise and start taking running backs like crazy, crazy early. Like Chris Carson went from my favorite late third, early fourth round pick and now he's getting picked at the 210. So it's like the strategy's got to change quickly. So if you're drafting early on and you grab a guy like C-Mac, Derrick Henry, Saquon, by the time your picks up on the second half, you don't you don't get another workhorse running back. You kind of have to settle for one of these wide receivers. I mean, you know, settling for A.J. Brown or Justin Jefferson sounds pretty fucking good, though. Justin Jefferson graded out so high on Matt Harmon's reception perception. Just dominated like every aspect of it. Man coverage, press coverage like 95th percentile. He's going to he's going to absolutely tear up the league for the next like 10 years. He's he's just Keenan Allen with probably more deep uh deep sexiness to his game. Wow, George with the absolute worst pick of the fucking draft. Unbelievable. He's a Cleveland fan. Oh, what did I do? He's a Cleveland fan who takes who takes Darren Waller at the at the 3-2. What a joke. Who are you guys taking if you're if you're ranking your tight ends this year? Are you taking Waller over Kittle? Don't be like George. Don't take Waller over Kittle. You have DeAndre Hopkins at the 3-3, Michael Thomas at the 3-4. Uh, Michael Thomas seems like a wildly good value right now as well. In the middle of the third round, I mean, if you go with two running backs first and get Michael Thomas as your wide receiver one, Julio Jones as your wide receiver two. Wow, look at the comments. We got Waller over Kittle 100%. Now we've got – I always forget I don't actually need to read the comments in YouTube. I can just throw them up on the screen or see it. I'm wide awake but never sleeping up. Oh, I'm up in three picks. we going to get fucked up. Okay, so we see Miles Sanders dropping a little bit. We see Miles Sanders dropping a little bit to the end of the third round. How are we feeling about that? How are we feeling about Sanders, like, really dropping off the radar? There, You guys are going to be surprised when you hear my outlooks on a lot of the running backs this year, I think, because a lot of the dudes I loved last year, I'm I'm really falling off on this year. Like, I'm not a fan of DeAndre Swift. I'm not really a fan of Miles Sanders anymore either. I think they're just kind of telling you what they're doing with that backfield, bringing in so much competition. Uh, Damn it. So I should have probably taken... I should have taken Tyree Kill there, huh? Oh, it wasn't even my pick. They took Miles Sanders. I should have taken Tyree Kill so that I could have stacked him with Patrick Mahomes. Best ball we like to stack. I'm a fan. I'm actually... You know what else I kind of like doing here? I can't fucking do it because you guys are fucking assholes. Damn it. There's no running backs I see. Worthy of getting this pick. But one thing I really like to do here is take Amari Cooper. I haven't had the opportunity to do it too much. And CD Lamb together. And let this off Dallas offense just run wild. If you think Zeke is kind of, you know, if you think Zeke's fucking legs have been chomped at. And they're just not what they used to be anymore. Then this offense is going to be completely through the air. And you should stack these Dallas wide receivers. I've got like no faith in Michael Gallup. I feel like it's going to be Cooper and it's land. I think like, Cooper is going to go for 1,200. is going to go for 1,100, probably 17 to 18 touchdowns combined. And listen, I know, I know. This is more of like a strategy team building thing. I, I'm not like sh- – like I'd probably like Terry or Mike Evans or Julio Jones straight up over a few of these guys. Like I'd probably take Julio Jones over both those guys straight up. Actually, maybe not right now, depending on what happens with his trade talks, but – it's more of a strategy thing for me. It's more of like a, uh, a stacking, a team stacking thing and hoping that we can make that into a thing. Where are the comments at? No, 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 no. Camera frozen. I'm wrong. I'm, I'm aware. So we've got Waller over Kittle. Kittle all day and it's not close Waller over Kittle yes What's your argument for Kittle over Waller Waller over Kittle Wow you guys are all Waller over Kittle huh You love to see it Waller is a baller You know comes in with the fucking heat from the top rope Dropping fucking bars Hashtag Alcatraz Jerry Judy, great value in a lot of mock drafts. Yeah, there's a couple there's a couple receivers in like the 7th, 8th round that I think are some of the best values right now in drafts. Like I keep seeing now T. Higgins keeps dropping to the 6th round. Iyuk in the 6th round. Cortland Sutton, 6th round. Chase Claypool, 6th the round. And then you're seeing DJ Chark, Robbie Anderson. I'm loving like Debo Samuel. Um, Debo Samuel, Jerry Judy, all in like the 7th, 8th round. I think those are fantastic values. Michael Smith asks Nick's Nick meant to catch meant to catch Q and A yesterday. Uh, when is the earliest you take Travis Kelsey? The earliest I'd take Travis Kelsey in a best ball draft is I can I can do the best ball draft in the first round. Had he been sitting there at the one twelve where I had this pick, I would take him. I will. I, he's just not so. I don't take tight ends early in redraft. It's just not what I do. Um, I just think the positional scarcity and just like the way that they just don't score points compared to other positions is not where I want to be inserting my draft capital. I I, I'm just a running back early and often guy, and trust me, like continue to do that strategy. The running backs early because this year will be a swing. This was one of the worst years for running backs in a long time. Everyone loaded up on RBs, got burnt this year because everyone got hurt and everyone died and whatever, etc., etc. Um we'll see a swing back from the top running backs and everyone will be back on the running back bandwagon. So make sure you hit them early. So yeah, I just don't want to allocate capital to a tight end, the tight end spot early when I could do that with running backs. Nick, I have a question from what I see this year might be the deepest I've ever seen the talent as far as fantasy football is concerned. Do you agree? I would actually argue going into last year was the case. There was like 15 workhorse running backs that we thought, and then we also had like 35 wide receiver twos going into like the seventh or eighth round. I thought last year was was deeper in terms of it. This year, by the time you hit like the end of the first round, you don't really have any workhorse running backs anymore. You have guys like... J.K. Dobbins, DeAndre Swift, all those sophomore running backs, we're not really sure are actually going to be the workhorses. And wide receivers in terms of like sure things kind of dip off by like this point. Whereas last year, I felt like you had 25 to 30 wide receiver twos that you could be like really confident in drafting in the middle rounds. So I would I would argue last year was deeper than this year. Just from like a a non um, from like almost, almost like when people look back at like the rookie classes, are like, who is the better prospect? Obviously, hindsight is always going to be twenty twenty, But I think just from a pure at this point last year I thought last year's class was deeper. Miles Gaskin. So we have Travis Etienne at the four twelve. Man, I am Travis Etienne's not a guy I can get behind in the fourth round. Uh, Chase at the five one. Don't like that either. Gaskin. These 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 running back. I'm gonna need to do a full video just on like these fringe Gaskin, Mike Davis, uh, Chase Edmonds guys. The, it feels like this is, this. is these are the rounds where running backs go to die, where you just like think of upside. Chase Edmonds in the fifth round is hard to get behind when you know that Cliff has had every chance to give him a full workload and just hasn't done it. Um, I think James Conner is going to get a lot more work than people think he's going to get. Miles um, Gaskin, who knows what's going to happen in the Miami backfield, man. I really, really don't know. I think the upside is there because we've seen that they want to give some one-player a workhorse. Role, but like do they really trust Gaskin I don't know man I really just don't know I'm so fucking mad in, in my in my one well not my one but like my biggest dynasty league the go fade me league I forgot to do my waivers I forgot to do my waiver wire for the first one so I missed out all the taxi squad players that I wanted I'm fucking pissed about it Cooper Cup 5-9 love that fucking pick love that pick I'm coming around to Cooper Cup I, I think him and Stafford are gonna make magic I think Cooper Cup's going to be an absolute beast this year. End of the fifth round. Love that pick. Yes, let's fucking go. See, this is what we do it for. This is why we do it. Dak Prescott. We've got the Dallas stack, baby. We've got the Dallas stack, baby. Cooper, CeeDee Lamb. Dak Prescott. That's how you do best ball. That is how you fucking do it. All right, we're looking at running backs. We got two already. We're straight there. Wow. I'm single handedly pushing Damian Harris's ADP up, and you love to see it. Uh, now we're sitting here. Deontay Johnson, Brandon Ayuk, Chase Clayton. Let's see. A lot of good wide receivers sitting there. Well, we got a tight end. Nope. I'm, I'm going to stick with my guns here and uh, stick with my man, Deontay Johnstein. You know, that's my guy. I'm riding with Deontay this year. He's just one of the best pure route runners and separators in the NFL. No if ands, buts, asses, titties about it. You got what I'm saying? Cup or woods. I'm actually going to go with cup, man. I'm going to go with cup over woods. Let me try to fix my camera, actually, guys. Just give me a second while this looks disgusting. Why is this all frozen? Why is this happening? That's frozen. Ah uh, Ooh, that's ugly. I don't want that. Why is it why does this happen? I just don't understand. Let me turn the camera off. Give me a sec. fuck it we ain't gonna get it to work i'm never gonna live stream again i'm never gonna live stream again get on stream yard yeah i want yeah ecamm live is so good it, i've literally never had problems with it until i moved into this apartment and just with live streaming this is the only problem i've had with it but other than that ecamm live is my favorite um live stream software for sure all right, so after Deontay Johnson, we have Claypool go right behind him. Again, dude, I'm, like, really much – very much in a toss-up between those two. I like both of those guys. I will be taking plenty of Claypool, plenty of Deontay Johnson. Won't be taking any juju. James Robinson in the 6-3. I, I think uh, Ray GQ made a very good point. I think Ray GQ made a very good point in that, you know, all this talk about Travis Etienne being used as a weapon, he's going to be, uh, you know, slot wide receiver, pass catching running back. Doesn't that mean James Robinson is going to get a ton of the running back work? Like, I think so. So I don't know if I love James Robinson this early, but like if Robinson, I I, I think he's going to drop. I think he's going to continue to drop. I think we'll see James Robinson probably settle into like the seventh round. And at that price, I'd i be fine taking him as like my RB3. Probably get a lot of goal line work. Javante Williams at the 6'6". I'm not really behind that pick yet. I'd rather have Melvin Gordon in like the ninth or 10th round. Kyle Pitts. I'm starting to come around to, I see, I've seen Kyle Pitts go anywhere from like the i've seen kyle pitts go anywhere from like the f- literally the 5-1 all the way down now to 6-7 i think if you see kyle pitts fall to like the end of the six like right here i think that's a very good pick normally i'm not on the bandwagon for taking kyle pitts here i think his adp typically is probably like the mid-fifth end of the fifth so down here is great because there's a obviously a very you know where there's smoke there's fire and there's a lot of fucking smoke going on around julio jones and where he ends up being um So, if he moves, Kyle Pitts' ADP is obviously going to, he'll end up being probably like a fourth round pick in a redraft league. So, you're getting, you're squeezing all the value. And that's what you're looking for in best ball drafts. You want to grab the guys at value to where if the situation changes, if their ADP shoots up, guess what? You're competing. And this is more so for like tournaments. So, if you join the best ball mania, um, where it's a $25 buy in, but it's a million dollar, a million and one dollars biggest prize pool ever. You're competing against everybody else in the tournament. You want to compete against. So if you get Kyle Pitts in the sixth round, Julio moves. All the teams that you're going to be competing against from that point forward have fourth round Kyle Pitts. You know what I'm saying? So you have the advantage of your team building that way. So take them when they're at their value if they can move up based on whatever change happens to them afterwards. Odell at the 6'9", Herbert 6'10", Ayuk and Chark. I really like that. I like Ayuk at the end of the six. Chark at the 6'12". Russell Wilson. All right, all right, all right. Where are we at? Seven picks away. Also, if you're new to the stream, you're just hopping in, go download the Underdog app, please. All right? It's the first link in the description. It's pinned in the chat, comment, whatever section right now. It'll take you right to the app store. Download it. When you deposit 10 bucks using the promo code BDGE, they're going to give you a free $25. They're literally just giving out $25 to all first-time depositors for no fucking reason other than they love you. And I love them for doing that. So if you throw $10 down with the promo code BDGE, your account will have $35 into it, and you could do fucking 12 best ball drafts. Okay, so Damian Harris, we're starting to see the move up. These were some of the best value picks earlier on in the summer. This is why I try to get on the best ball drafts early, as early as I possibly can, because Damian Harris is probably going to be like a six-round pick. There's going to be one report that comes out that's like Damian Harris is the starting running back for New England, and he jumps up to like the sixth or fifth round, while right now we're all getting him in the seventh or eighth round. It's fucking free money. We're printing money here. We're printing money. And the government can't do anything about it. Pull up draft board, please. Yeah, I got you. I might just take myself off the screen or just minimize myself because you can't fucking see me anyways. There's literally no point in me being on the screen, huh? Damn. Shit hurt my own feelings. All right. So this is the whole draft board right now. And I will link, I'll link to the draft board afterwards as well. I'll put that in the description, so if you want to take a look at it. Robbie Anderson at the seven 7'6", makes a lot of sense as well. Like, I mean, he was someone who just performed last year, bro. And, like, I think he's probably more of a floor play than a ceiling play, but I don't know. It's just a it's great wide receiver 3-4 to just have on your team. Raheem Mostert's like a really, really risky pick right now, y'all. I know, like, they like him. There, There, there is there is a chance. It's a small chance, but there is a chance. Oh, you bastard. You took fucking Debo from me. There is a chance that Raheem Mostert does not even make the team. I put it very small. I put it at a very small chance. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What are we doing here? Okay. Uh, I'm also going to be single-handedly moving Leonard Fournette's ADP up. Tyler Boyd. Yeah, this is a panic pick, but I'm going to take Fournette. Take him. (sighs) Should I just say fucking and stack up the entire Dallas offense? Should I just go with Michael? Nah, that's too much. That's too much. I can't do that. I still like these other players more. See, the problem here now is I have a pit wide receiver. So technically I can go with Juju here and then stack Ben on top, but that's like not where you want to be. Not where you want to be at all. I kind of like Devontae Smith here, actually. I think he's going to be the one, like outright, no questions about it, in Philadelphia. I think he's going to be a lot better as a rookie than most people realize. I, there's a really good chance that Devontae Smith just leads the, just leads the, uh. Philly in targets, like easily, you know, with like a hundred targets as rookie year, and he's going to be really good on them if he does. Uh, so Leonard Fournette is a guy, like, like I said, the, the opinions I have on players from last year to this year are going to be wildly different. Um, Leonard Fournette last year is a third round pick, terrible, never had any different opinion change on that. Leonard Fournette now is an eighth, ninth, 10th round pick. Phenomenal. Do you remember how Leonard Fournette fucking finished the season last year? I'm going to pull it up again. Cause I feel like I did this last, uh, last video, but y'all like, remember what Leonard Fournette was last year down the stretch. From weeks 15 through the Super Bowl like look at the touch numbers 14 carries five targets three targets two targets four targets six targets seven targets four targets 19 seventeen 12 16 he scored one two three four five six seven touchdowns over the last seven games don't be surprised if fournette takes over as the workhorse this year in Tampa Bay and that you like there there might not be there might not be a better situation to be a starting running back in so Leonard Fournette in ball leagues in the eighth ninth round, I feel like is the easy the easy fucking smash button here. He's gonna have his blow up weeks. He's gonna have really big weeks for them. I'm not scared about Gio. I'd be surprised if Gio even made the fucking team. Keyshawn Vaughn didn't show a single thing last year. So I'm all in on 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 Lenny here at his ADP right now. This is how you build a roster. I don't actually like my wide receivers to be honest with you. I wish I like just. took guys that i liked but listen i've talked to some smart people that know what they're doing a lot smarter than me which i know it's hard to believe there are people out there smarter than me where's julio going who well, is going to his fucking Julio's going bike home to atlanta he ain't going nowhere Let's put it this way. If Robinson's rookie year is the year he wouldn't see this field... Mu- what the fuck did you just say, Rick Ross? Go put that in a rap song or something. I can't. I'm Australian. You hate to see it. And once you deposit and enter the code, then you get $25. Correct. Correct. Once you have the app, you're going to deposit $10. And when you're doing it, there is a... um, There's a place to just put the promo code in. And you put BDGE and you'll get... The, the account will just say $35 once you do it. It's, it's sick. It's sick. We're down with the sickness. Aren't you taxed for winning? Yeah, we don't pay taxes here. That's That's the whole thing about it. That's the whole thing about our corporation and why we're so profitable. We have a deal. We have a partnership with the government where we don't pay taxes. All right, so now you're now you're starting to see all those value running backs that everybody uh, that everybody's been talking about for a while start to move up the board. We're starting to move up the board. Michael Carter eight four, a little risky in my opinion, but I kind of like it. I think he's got a little more upside than uh, people are realizing. I think I think he'll be like a fifteen touch guy by probably halfway through the season. the The question becomes, how valuable does that? become for him in fantasy like do we really want a New York Jets running back that touched the ball 14 times a game like who gives a shit are they gonna score at all is the offensive line gonna be any good like we don't really know this could be could be a 14 touch like 56 yard guy Michael Carter but um I think the upside is real I think I think he has a lot of explosiveness to him I think he has a lot of like a mod Bradshaw to his game so that's the upside for a guy like Michael Carter See, Zach Moss is another guy where I think like he has a chance to capture that entire like backfield, um, but their offensive line run blocking was horrible last year. They obviously moved completely to a pass first game, pass first offense. So it's like you know a guy who's not really catching passes. The goal line work is being split between Moss, Singletary, and Josh Allen. So um, yeah, I mean he's 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 an upside guy, and his upside is providing you a good floor. We'll put it that way. That's what Zach Moss is. His upside provides you a good floor. Waddle, James. See, James Connor is a guy that's super intriguing to me, and I've talked about it in most of my best ball videos. But James Connor in the ninth, tenth round again. I think, I think he secures like eighty percent of what Kenyon Drake had last year, and they were just forcing twenty carries a game to Kenyon Drake. I think it's clear that Cliff wants to use a big guy, and he wants Chase Edmonds to be the pass catcher there. Chase Edmonds, you know, Chase Edmonds got a lot of pass da- passing down work. He got like uh, I think he had the six most targets among any running backs in the league last year but he only had like 90 carries and 25 of them came in a single game. So I think it's very clear that they don't. And that was while Ken Drake had a high ankle sprain. I think it's super clear that he's not going to be the guy this year. He's not going to be a three down workhorse. How is the plant getting plenty of light? I hope. So I have it next to my window. I have it right next to my window. So it's getting like, it's not like direct light. The sun doesn't rise next to the window. So it's getting light from just like the outside world, which I think works. And uh, I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to water it too much. One of one of the plants that they sent me is, like, dead already, I'm pretty sure. The leaves are, like, crispy as hell. I'm just like, I don't know what to do. And I'm just panicking and feeding it water. And I know it's, like, the opposite of what you're supposed to do. See if there's any running back value plays left. Tyler Higby. Do we like anyone at the wide receiver position? Oh, so there's two Baltimore players that I really like here. And... I'm going to go with Gus here. I've been taking so much Gus. Oh, oh, there's two picks in a row for me. Cool. (laughs) I'm going to go with Gus and Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown fall into the 10th round in best ball leagues. I kind of really like that. I kind of really like that. He was a guy I was high on last year. That was a fuck up by me. I'm not perfect. I only seem to be. Uh, but I think Marquise Brown finished the season really well. And I feel like uh, he's going to build on it a little bit. And again, this pass, this passing game is kind of a funnel. It's like, it doesn't go to the running backs. It goes to Marquise Brown. And I like Rashad Bateman, of course, but we'll see what kind of impact he can make as a rookie. Uh, I just like, you know, Marquise Brown's a best ball guy. He's a best ball guy, you know? Take the easy way out and just say that. So the plants, yeah, I just don't really know what to do. You know what else is fucked up? Oh, man, I, I'm so pissed that the video doesn't work on this right now. I need to show you the fertilizer I got. So the plant I bought, the big-ass one, is like four feet tall and they upsold me the website upsold me on getting it fertilizer and it's like this food fertilizer right it's like solid fertilizer and then I see the instructions for that plant and this is the website that sold me the plant upsold me on the fertilizer and then it tells me that I should be giving it liquid fertilizer I'm like you guys are scumbags you guys are fucking assholes but also sick business plan because now I'm gonna buy liquid fertilizer I just don't know when to fertilize it also how do I just sprinkle it on top of the the soil do I just like water it and also put the fertilizer in? Or do I need to like dig underneath the soil and put the fertilizer in there? Is it in the computer? You know, like, I don't know. Plants are fucking difficult, man. It's hard being a father. You know, they always say parenting is the hardest job on, on the earth. And I, I agree with them now. What up, Mark? What up, Mark? Stacking has become semi-overrated unless you're playing a large tournament style or in DFS lineups. Normal best ball, redraft, and dynasty, not as important. Uh, Yeah, I don't I don't care about redraft and dynasty in terms of stacking at all. Uh, Best ball, I guess, yeah, you could probably say that because you're just playing against other people in your league. What I would say, though, is an interesting point, is looking at schedules right now where if you could see weeks 14, 15, 16, like if you're in the best ball mania part, and you know weeks 14, 15, 16 are the playoffs, and those those weeks, right, like, you you eliminated 90% of the league in best ball, in the huge tournament fields. You eliminate a huge portion of the league. You're in weeks 14, 15, 16. You have to beat like, you have to be number one out of, like, 25 teams in order to advance to the next week. Look for matchups that have really high-scoring potential weeks. Like, if you know that it's going to be, like, the Rams-Chiefs in weeks – um, in week fourteen, and it's going to be like the Bucks versus, uh, the 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 wa- Washington football team. Um, it might be better to say like, okay, you know, t- as a tiebreaker, rather than putting my draft capital into Tom Brady, uh, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, I go with Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, or Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby, right? Because you need to separate yourself one by having odd stacks, just to separate yourself from 25 teams. But in that week, you need to have such a high-scoring pop, pop-off pop week that um, that it might be worth looking that far ahead if you're going to be doing like Best Ball Mania stacks. What else we got? Okay, uh, Super Shot Bateman at the ten-eight. David Johnson at the ten seven, huh? I'm like, honestly, I might be bike on board with David Johnson there, just because there's literally nothing in that offense. Deshaun I got my first share of Deshaun Watson in best ball yesterday, and it was because he dropped to the fifteenth round. Eleventh round's a little too spicy for me, especially when you have guys that you know are gonna play the full sixteen. Yeah, like Tannehill's on the board. I can't be taking I can't be taking uh half a season Watson over Tannehill. It's just not me, dog. Especially when you're only rostering like two quarterbacks in this league. Thoughts on Najee Harris this year. Uh I love him. I love him. He will I think he'll be a pretty high consensus, like first round pick by the time real fantasy drafts roll around. I mean, listen, we've seen so many successful rookie campaigns from Saquon to Zeke to Leonard Fournette like no reason to be scared of rookies obviously the offense is the biggest concern there um they did address it in the draft a little bit later in the draft than we wanted them to but I mean Harris is gonna get as much fucking work as this man can handle he's a he's a big boy and he's gonna he's gonna get a lot of work and he's gonna get a lot of passing work so like don't be surprised if he starts putting up like Le'Veon Bell type volume with less efficiency so yeah I mean maybe he doesn't have the ceiling that we want him to have but like you know, if you get him at the two, two, two three, you're going to have a really, really, really nice floor RB2. Everyone's sleeping on Hardman. Yes, because he deserves to be slept on. I'm taking fucking Ambien on Mecole Hardman. You put roofies in my drink. Mecole Roofy Hardman. All right, we're bike on the board. Is T Law off the board already? Yes, he is. All right, we won't worry about Stizak. And I was thinking about doing just a straight up Marvin Jones, Trevor Lawrence stack. We have four running backs. There's no other running backs I love still left on the board right now, so we'll probably go with wide receiver. I'm a fan of uh, I'm a fan of Marvin Jones here. I've been taking a lot. He's like one of my highly owned wide receivers. I feel like in best ball so far. We can look at my exposure after this one of the cooler things about best ball or on underdog is they show you the exposure you have to each player so like you know if you need to you know diversify that revenue so the wide receivers are sitting here with do I, I don't even have a tight end yet huh i don't like tanya yeah we'll, we'll address tight end later uh i'm gonna go ty hilton here i feel like ty hilton is such a sneaky play in best ball like i'm I'm a really big fan of grabbing ty hilton this year in the 12th round I think I'll have a. he will have ai think I'll have a nice year. I don't think he's toast. I don't think he's toasted. I think he's maybe slightly toasted. I think they put it in there. Put the timer at like 15 seconds. Turned it up. But Ty Toasty Hillen, he's not too toasted. He's not burnt. Thoughts on rugs this year? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna be drafting him in like redraft leagues. Maybe in like the 14th round or some shit, but I don't know. Everything about that Raiders offense is just disgusting outside of Darren Waller. Fertilize on top. You're a good dude, Bud Snacks. Where do you shop for your clothes? Uh, I shop a lot for a lot of my clothing. Only NY. Only NY is like one of my favorite streetwear brands in New York only ny.com for my button downs I like to get them from Barney Cools, but you know I go to HM a lot. Urban Outfitters is fine, overpriced, so I don't go there too often, but I'm pretty simple with my shit. I found um for my basic tees it's called uh Pro Let me see. Hold on one second. I found a perfectly a perfect fitting tee from Amazon that I just bought like 10 pairs of black and black and like Navy blue. You see where they're at. I would show you on the big screen, but I'm, I'm actually like legitimately nervous for what will pop up on my Amazon order history. So if you type in pro club men's heavyweight cotton, just type in, yeah, it's called pro club men's heavyweight cotton, short sleeve t shirt the black and blue ones from Pro Club are like my favorite t-shirts in the world. I wear them all the time. This t-shirt that I'm wearing right now, the pink, if you guys can even still see me, it's from onlyny.com though. ASOS is good too for basic shit. ASOS.com. What do we got? Uh, I kind of wanted Troutman. George stole Troutman from me. I'm going to be hurting at tight end, huh? I've been stacking so much Tom Brady and Gronk. Gronk's probably going to get hurt in like the first week and all my basketball teams are just fucked. That's fine. Whatever. Get into the 13th round. Oh, we got Paris Campbell 13th round again because George read one fucking headline. Reads one headline. Starts drafting Paris Campbell in the seventh round. Okay, George. What are your top five quarterbacks right now? For redraft, it's got to be Mahomes. I would take Lamar Jackson, number two. I would take uh Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, and then very close between probably Dak and uh Justin Herbert. Unless am I missing someone like super obvious right now? I don't think I am, but that would be what it is. Amazon is usually toss up. Oh, for sure. Don't worry. I I went and tested like I went and tested um I've ordered many many basics from it. This was the first t-shirt I bought. Christopher Davis, I can appreciate Underdog sponsors you, but it's the bottom site to play on. The most limited and poorly structured money leaks possible. The big names are so much better. Even FFPC is a lot better. All of those sites have fucking terrible websites. All of their setups are miserable. All their setups were built in like 1995, and they haven't updated a fucking single thing since then. Christopher, I could tell tell you're of the older generation, so I understand why you like things that are built uh, like they came from the AOL era, but it's time to upgrade. It's time to upgrade your brain. Doom. When is Underdog going to let PA residents play, bro? They just got passed. They're live in they're live in Pennsylvania right now. For all you for all you guys that are from Pennsylvania that have not signed up yet, go grab that twenty five dollars on top of the ten. They are live in Pennsylvania as of like two or three days ago. Download the app. Use promo code BDG when you deposit ten, you'll get thirty five bucks to play with. All right, we bike on the clock almost. We bike with a remix. Wow, how are we at forty seven minutes already? I'm only in the 13th round. Y'all pick slow as shit. All right. All right. I'm bike on the clock. What are we looking at for tight ends? All right. I don't hate Gerald Everett as a tight end. I don't hate Hunter Henry. I think I, I think I feel more secure with Hunter Henry. I think people probably like Gerald Everett a little bit over Hunter Henry because they see an athletic tight end. But, like, who really knows what role – Everett's going to play in that on that team. Is Amon Ra already taken? Yeah, it looks like he was. Do we need another running bite? Brashad the God. You know what? We're going to hedge a little bit here. We're going to hedge if Julio leaves. He's not going to leave. It's a fact. But if if the unthinkable happens... Russell Gage, low-key, wide receiver, too. My first Russell Gage share, I believe. I should have taken Cole Komet. That was a bad pick by me. Whatever. The I mean, yeah, but if we're talking about, I know you guys were asking top five quarterbacks, I obviously, I mean, Rodgers, for fantasy, is up in the air right now. I'm not going to put him in my top five for fantasy because I don't know what the fuck he's doing. You can't win any money on underdog. I mean, you can win if you're good. That's how every fucking site works. Jerry, Judy, or Justin Jefferson, who finishes higher in half PPR this year? You want to know who finishes higher? You. You're fucking high. Nick, I've been thinking about moving to New York for some time. It's Bedford, Bed-Stuy in Brooklyn, a nice neighborhood. Bed-Stuy, that's where where Biggie's from. Uh, I don't really know much about the area, to be honest with you. It's one, like Brooklyn is kind of a different world than Manhattan. So like if you're looking to move to New York, to move to like New York, you know, like New York City, Manhattan, bed probably ain't it. Um, it's also probably not in like my top five neighborhoods in Brooklyn, but I also objectively don't know much about bed so I can't really speak on it. I mean, it really depends on what you're looking for. Like if you're like more of the artsy type, there are definitely – better areas in Brooklyn to move to, Williamsburg, um, Greenpoint, Bushwick, send Tony's ass to Bushwick. You'll find a lot of my previous interns in Bushwick, because that's when they get fired, I send them there. Um, But yeah, I mean, it depends obviously what your budget is, depends what you're looking for. New York's got it all. A lot of it bad, though. Uh, I wish I could have went to that game last night. Snacks went to the Knicks game last night. Snacks went to the Knicks game last night. What a game, though. What a game. Rough loss. Trey Young's a fucking savage. Alec Burks. Wild-ass game. I can't believe they didn't win. They just started off so slow. You know, if if Randall could have fucking not been an absolute bum, like they should have won that game. It's going to be a fun series, though. It's going to be a good series. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about getting tickets for Wednesday night's game at the Garden. Nixon seven man I feel you I feel you I could see it snacks alive after the game he texted us during the Texas during the uh in during the game and I thought he was gonna tell us he got kicked out he said so he was like someone key, he like did one of those text messages where he broke it up into seven different text messages and as he was like telling the story basically just was telling us a story about how some kid wrecked Snacks is like a legend in New York sports, it makes no sense. Like everywhere we go, Yankees game, Knicks game, fucking any game we go to, Giants game, people just recognize him in the stadium. Thoughts on Eckler this year, worried about the injury. No, I'm not I'm not worried about him getting injured. I actually think I think Eckler Eckler's going in the same spot that he was last year. Uh here I, I think it's pretty simple. I think he's gonna catch a lot of passes, but they they are just simply not giving him goal line work. They don't give him goal line work, although Anthony Lynn is out of the picture. So maybe there is a little bit more touchdown upside last year. But if you look at the goal line work he got in the beginning of the year, and then literally like the last 13 games of the fucking season, just nothing, just nothing. I know he missed a lot of time, but like when he came back, just absolutely no goal line work. But the offensive line is going to be really, 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 really improved. Um, So, yeah, I mean, Eckler's fine. Eckler's fine where he's going. I wish he was going in like the late second, early third. I think that makes a little bit more sense. But to be honest with you, with the other guys that are going in that area, let me just make my pick real quick. Who do we got at quarterback? Oh, it is ugly. It is ugly. Okay, so this is mm, – did I take any Detroit pass catchers? Don't hate Goff. I don't know if Cam is the quarterback for the entire year. It wouldn't be surprising if Cam was a quarterback for the whole year, but I'm going to go Winston here. I'm going to go Jameis. He's probably going to win that starting spot, and he's going to end up moving all the way up to, like, the 12th, 11th round for quarterbacks. So we got Jameis. And do we have a wide receiver to stack with? Is Traquan Smith still available? Why are people taking Traquan Smith? Stop drafting Traquan Smith so I can draft him and stack him. do need another tight end. We'll go with Hooper. He's actually a starting tight end. I feel like Austin Hooper like played really well when he came back from injury last year and people are just completely dismissing him. OBJ stinks. Jarvis stinks. Good pick by the way. DLIS god with Deami Brown. Deami Brown's like in a very similar situation to what Terry McLaurin was in a couple of years ago. Good prospect. Goes to Washington. Overlooked. Um yeah, so I don't hate Austin Hooper. I don't love him, but, like, okay. But back to Eckler. Yeah, I mean, they 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 get Lindsley. They draft uh, Lyman first round. So, like, this offensive line is going to be good. This offense is going to be good overall. They got a new OC or new new person calling plays and shit. So, uh, Eckler's a uh, – I think he's a safe enough pick. I'm not worried about, like, injury history or anything like that. But I would take the guys – so, the other guys going around him, mean, you have, like, the Joe Mixons, who I would probably take over Eckler just because I trust the workload. But if you want to roll the dice on Eckler because his efficiency should be absolutely crazy. Riley Brock, you're a, you're 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 a cunt for what you did to me. I'll never forget when you did that like three four years ago. But uh, but I, but but thank you for for being a supporter of the brand forever. It means a lot. I don't know why, but when I just deposited into Underdog, there's no option to put a referral code. Never mind, it added the twenty five automatically. Oh, you didn't put the fucking code in for me, Bruh. Bro, you're killing the brand when you don't put the promo code in. You're absolutely killing us. You ruined my whole life, Doom, by do- by doing that. I'm looking to move back to NY 2 How are the COVID rates these days? Yeah, NY I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being biased, but NY is like completely open. Like I, I went out and rage this weekend and I could I'm going out to dinner tonight. The COVID rates are very low. I mean, we're getting vac we're getting vaccinated like it's a fucking I feel like we're in, a, we're in like a movie where it's like robots. They go in line and they're just like churning out like fake people. When you go to like the vaccination sites, So when I went to, it was like the Javits Center. There was like a thousand people just in line. They were just like cycling them through. It was insane. I felt like I was a robot. Yeah, the COVID rates are very much down. Is Mike Davis a steal of the draft? I'm just worried he's going to average like 3.3 3 yards per carry. I just don't know how much this offense really involves the running backs. I like him. I like him. If he's fifth round, I'm fine with it. If he starts creeping up too, too high, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous that, like, something weird happens in that backfield that we just weren't expecting. Cleveland is kind of a tight end by committee. Like, not really, though. I know, like, people like Harrison Bryant, but he didn't, like, not really. He had, like, a couple good games when Austin Hooper was gone, but... Yeah, the East Village is very much out of control right now. East Village, I'm in the West Village, so West Village is full go. East Village, full go. Lower East Side is good to go. Soho and shit is popping. It's all good. Oh, Njoku is going to be used heavily this year. I forgot about Njoku. I I literally forgot that he was a player. Who though to the Cowboys? No. That would fuck up my stack pretty bad, huh? I think the mobile app may have issues inputting promo codes opposed to the website. Possibly. I thought they told me they fixed it. I talked to the rep and he was like, they, before they had it where it was after it was after you deposited. So you put money down and then the promo code would pop up, which was kind of like a problem because it got confusing for people, but they told me they moved it earlier. Okay. Let's, so let's look at the last couple rounds. Javon Hawkins, 16. He should be like a last round pick. He's an undrafted free agent. Christian Kirk, Sterling Shepard, Tyrell Williams, Tyree Cohen, Austin Knox, Josh Palma AJ Green, Ew Verzi, Ew, Cam Newton at the seventeen seven, love that. Deshaun Jackson at the seventeen eight, also love that. Adam Troutman is a super sleeper tight end this year. I I don't think he's really a sleeper. I think everyone knows about him. To be honest, like probably gonna take another running back here. I don't think Jarek McKinnon is gonna make the team. I really don't like Tevin Coleman, but I feel like he's not a terrible, a terrible, he's like somehow going to will his way into like four or five, 15 touch games. He's just, he just feels like that guy. So I'm going to go with Tevin Coleman here. I'm going to hate it. I'm going to absolutely hate it. My tight ends are Hunter Henry and Austin Hooper. I should probably grab a third one, I guess. Ebron, they did just take Pat Fryermouth, but he's not going to make an impact for a minute. Do I have any other stacks? Dalton, Dalton Schultz. Should we stack No, Because fucking, what's his name's coming bike, Even though I feel like he's not going to do anything. Should we just go Zach Ertz? I'm going to go Zach Ertz on the premise that he uh, that he either stays in Philly or if he goes somewhere, he becomes he's going to become the starting tight end in Indianapolis. That's what I'm looking at right there. What would you sell Kittle for in a dynasty superflex tight end premium? Uh, you could probably get some really good capital. Get like two, get like an early and a mid first. Get um, get a younger tight end. Get like flip Kittle for um, I don't know, like a super athletic young tight end. And you know, picks. I can you could probably flip them for like Irv Smith and players or picks. You can probably flip them for like oh, like fucking Irv Smith, Deontay Johnson in a first. Like I, I like that for depth. Something like something light like that. You can get a lot for kill in a Superflex Dynasty tight end premium league. I mean, it depends what your team needs. Depends how you're set up right now. See me Fahoko. Yeah, I like Fahoko. He's one of my one of my taxi squad guys. Big taxi squad energy out of Fahoko. Fahoko's like this this kid out of uh, let me pull up his player profile, actually. I don't remember if I did a video or not on him. I feel like I did actually in the oh, I did it in a literally taxi squad video. But he's a guy, if you got your waivers running for yeah, like or Troutman, Komet. like any of those guys are fine if you're flipping Kittle for another tight end. But make sure that you get like premium fucking players for him. This dude's an absolute beast. He's he's a Mormon. He's a Mormon, so it's his, so he uh, he went on a mission for like two years. So he became old as shit out of Stanford. This giant player. Uh, best comp to Alshon Jeffrey, as you could see, but athletically he's a beast. Uh, he produced in college and took over as like the workhorse there. Broke out at twenty, so his breakout age is pretty fucking old. But uh, but he dominated at the time he was there. And again, he's this guy went on a mission for two years, so he missed what would have been like his prime years as a producer. But he's a guy on Dallas, and we don't know what's gonna happen in that in that wide receiver room there. We don't know if it's uh if Cooper's gonna be around for a long time. Michael Gallup's contract's up at the end of the year, so he's a guy to keep on your taxi squad if you're in dynasty leagues. All right, well, this is the final squad. Uh, we got Dak and Jameis as our quarterbacks. And, of course, we stacked Dak with Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb. Running backs got Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, Leonard Fournette, Gus Edwards, Kevin Coleman, wide receivers, Cooper, Lamb, Deontay Johnson, Devontae Smith, Marquise Brown, Marvin Jones, T.Y. Hill, and Russell Gage. Tight ends, Hunter Henry, Austin Hooper, Zach Ertz. I kind of actually like this pick. I, like, I mean, uh, this team. I like this team a lot. I like the team a lot. I will put the full draft board into the description as well for this video. And uh, and again, please, 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 underdogfantasy.com. Go to it. Download the app. Also linked everywhere. Description, live chat, comment section. When you use the promo code BDGE and deposit $10 for the first time, they're going to throw $25 on top of it. Okay? Go through our link use our promo code it helps out the brand tremendously. does underdog rate your draft now they don't rate your draft they do give you projected points though and I want to say I'm not sure how to f- I'm not sure how to do it here but on the app it lines it up against all the other teams and tells you where you rank in terms of projected points but a lot of the times it's just whoever takes three quarterbacks has the highest projected points. Because they just project, you know those those are in raw numbers. They score the most points, so whoever has more of them always has like the highest projected numbers. I would say Verzi probably has the highest projected points after taking Justin Fields' six overall. Yeah, here's the final draft board. Not that you guys can really see it as I'm just scrolling through it, but. All right y'all, that's going to wrap up the stream. I apologize for the for the camera not working. If you enjoyed, make sure you hit the uh make sure you hit the thumbs up button. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you're new. We'll be doing mock drafts every Monday. We'll be doing a bunch of fantasy shit in between Tuesday to Friday, and I'll see you on tomorrow's video which will be breaking down sophomores. Okay, we're starting with the RB1 and the wide receiver 1 of the class per underdog ADP, and each week we will move bike and bike further to the RB2 and wide receiver 2 the RB3, wide receiver three, and uh, just give you the pros and cons, the big facts about each player, and let you all decide from there. All right, love you all. Thank you for sticking around, and we are out, y'all. UnderdogFantasy.com.